Welcome to the Business Life and Joy podcast, where we believe that both your business and your life can be filled with joy. If you want to grow an online business without fear, self-doubt, or the need to take on a hustle around the clock mindset, you are in the right place at the right time. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creative entrepreneur, teacher, two-time online business owner, mom, wife, and friend. Thank you for being present with me for today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. and welcome to today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creator and owner of Because of Zoe Designs, business educator at shantegrant.com, and of course, your podcast host here at the Business Life Enjoy podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm talking about podcasting, and that's something that I actually have not talked about on the podcast or really in any other venue or area before. But what I really wanted to share was the story about why I chose to do a podcast in the very first place and the business lessons that I have learned from running, hosting a weekly podcast for 46 weeks now, I guess 46 weeks since we're on episode 46, consistent weeks. That's really exciting because this time last year, I was toying with the idea of coming up with a podcast, starting a podcast, and I'm gonna get into all of that in a short moment. But I just look back now and say, well, at the beginning of 2017, I had no plans, no idea that I would be starting a podcast. And here we are, 46 episodes in, and I am just having the best time getting to know you, getting to provide content for you, and I hope that you are enjoying the ride as well. So what I wanna do today is first kind of give you the background about why I chose podcasting, and here's why that matters to you. Even if you never decide to do a podcast ever, today's episode is about business and business lessons learned, so please don't think, of oh, this episode isn't for me because I don't wanna start a podcast. Because whether or not you want to start a podcast, what you can take away from today are the lessons that I've learned from the journey of thinking about starting a podcast that have gotten me up to here, March 2018, and actually having a podcast and having published almost 50 different episodes. And actually, by the time this gets to your ears, chances are I will have done over 50, all set to be you know, scheduled to record in the future. So... That's what we're going to talk about today. So, but I just wanted to make that caveat that please don't think that if you're not interested in ever starting a podcast, this episode is not for you because it's not talking about how to start a podcast. It's talking to you about the process and the business lessons that I've learned and how I've taken those lessons and applied them throughout so many different areas in my business because of the lessons learned. So let's get started with just why I chose podcasting, right? So on May 8th, 2017, the Business Life and Joy podcast launched officially and I set out on uncharted territories for me, right? I'd never done anything like a podcast before where I would have to consistently show up at the same time every single week to provide free content for my audience. I was really thrilled about the idea to start a podcast. And for me, my only requirement of myself was to show up consistently. Like that was like, okay, just show up consistently. 
I had no expectations for numbers or anything like that starting out. And I am really happy to say that 46 episodes in, 47 if you count episode zero, I have done just that. Rain, sleet, hail, snow, Christmas, New Year's, Labor Day, whatever the Monday forecast called for, one thing was always certain for you on a Monday morning, and that was that you were going to have a brand new episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast waiting for you. So I wanted to take some time, like I said today, to share why I started the podcast, which I do discuss some in episode zero, but also, again, like I said, what I learned, and I'm going to share 10 lessons, 10 months in to the podcast, and I have 10 lessons to share. And like I said, these lessons apply no matter what type of business you're in. So let's start at the very beginning, the why. Why did I start a podcast? You want the truth? You want the truth? Sorry. <laughs> huh, I cracked myself up. Okay, so you want the truth? The truth is I abhorred blogging. I did not like blogging. And no, that alone is not a reason or good enough reason to solely start a podcast, but that was the beginning of it. I was trying so hard to write blog posts at the same time or at the time that was Under Profitable Joy, which was the name of my education business that was just getting started. And so on the Profitable Joy website, I tried to have a blog and no matter how hard I tried to even write about things that I love talking about, typing about them in a blog format, it was an absolute drag. And I realized, I said, you know, Shante, you didn't leave a job you hated to do tasks that you hate in your own business. And so I know I needed to do something, right? There was all this content that needed to get out, but I just didn't love blogging. So I decided I didn't even wanna keep trying with the blogging anymore. But like I said, I knew I had so much content inside of me. There was so much to be said. And there it goes, to be said. So like I said, I knew I had a lot of content because here we are almost a year later and I still have a lengthy list of content for the podcast, but I knew I needed something. And you'd think podcasting would come immediately to my mind, but it didn't actually. I was just thinking, how can I do this? Would it be through more Facebook Lives, webinars? What is that gonna look like for me and my business? Because I have so much to say. It's just blogging didn't feel good to me. It didn't feel, it just wasn't exciting, you know? So I remember one weekend I was binge um, listening to a podcast and it just dawned on me that Saturday. I think it was a Saturday or a Sunday evening. I think it was a Saturday though. And I was listening to the podcast and cleaning up around the house and I just paused and I said to myself, what if I started a podcast? It was like a huge light bulb had gone off. And there I was sitting there. I remember ear pods in my ear and I'm just like really excited. Like there was a sheer level of excitement that ran through my bones. So I thought about the concept. I didn't know how to start a podcast, what equipment I needed. I didn't know exactly how often I was going to post, but I just got really excited. I mean, I love talking about things that I love talking about. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, I have so much content to give, but I didn't want to write it out in detail like a blog post required, but I wanted to be able to still go into detail. Um, and I love listening to podcasts. So I knew I had something to say, and I knew that there were people out there who wanted to hear it and who needed to hear it. And I knew that I was far more likely personally to listen to a podcast than I am to sit and consistently every week listen to or read a blog post. 
So I got really excited about this possibility. And this was toward the, I think, beginning, middle of 2017. So about this time last year when all this was going through my mind. And so at first I said to myself, okay, I have to do two things before I commit to this podcast idea, right? Because it's exciting. I'm thrilled about it. Kind of, I'm excited to figure out how to actually make this work with time and with resources. How is this going to look? And do I have enough to say? So the first thing I said is, okay, Shantae, there are two things you have to do. So initially I said that I had to come up with one year's worth of content before I even bought a microphone. So what I did was, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't just excited, but that I actually had content. So that didn't mean I had to outline things. I just had to come up with titles or topics or specific things that I knew I could talk about and make a full episode. So I started sticking sticky notes, post-its to my wall. Each post idea that came to me got a sticky note. And actually that wall is still there because there's still tons of episodes that I have not even done yet. Some of those sticky notes are pretty faded because they've been hanging there for about a year now um, and it's near a window in my office. And so I would make sure to share a picture of that wall of dried out <laughs> fading sticky notes on Insta Story. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Shuntae Grant, S-H-U-N-T-A-G-R-A-N-T. But that wasn't difficult basically to come up with a lot of content. So what I ended up with was I think a little over 40 posts post-it notes. So each represented a different episode. And I did that within about a week. And with that, I felt satisfied with the fact that I would have lots to say that would actually be helpful in the area of business life and doing them both with joy. So I felt like, okay, if I started this podcast, I wouldn't go like seven weeks and then be like, well, I'm out of content. I'm out of things to say. And I knew I wanted it to be a podcast where I was the host and I actually did the teaching and speaking because I had a lot to say. I didn't want a format where it was a guest every single episode or even the majority of the episodes. I wanted that to be something that I considered in the future. And as you can tell, let's see, we're 46 episodes in and we have had four guest episodes so far. So again, in one repeat, which was Courtney Foster Donahue. So you can see I've stayed true to that. I'm really wanting to do the teaching and it's because I have something to say and I didn't need like the filler space and conversations. That's what I wanted my podcast to look like, which we'll talk about later, but you get to choose what that looks like, right? I got to choose what that looked like for me and my business. I wanted something that allowed me to share what I have and what I know. And then when there were times to bring in other people that I wanted to also share with my audience, I did that and will continue to do that a little bit more and more, but it's still the majority of episodes will always be me sitting here talking to you. At least as for now, that is the plan. And that was my plan. So I needed that content, right? I needed yeah, real content, no filler, right? Um, so I did that. The second thing that I needed to do, so remember that was the first, I need to make sure I had enough content, check. The second thing I needed to do was I needed to learn how on earth do I put on a podcast, right? This was not as easy as I thought it would be. I started with two podcasters who I actually knew had been doing the podcasting thing for a while and doing it successfully. So I looked to John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn because both of them had free information provided for about podcasting. So I soaked up all of their free content on podcasts or starting a podcast. And I determined the type of microphone that I needed, which I list on my resource page at shantegrant.com forward slash resources. I learned about podcast hosting, 
using GarageBand. I looked up countless YouTube videos about every little problem I encountered along the way, which was so many. I started practicing recording so many times and they were almost all, well, actually they were all fails at first, right? I either had an echo or the sound wasn't right. Um, I knew my Yeti was not gonna work for me. I didn't like the sound with the Yeti. It was too loud and kind of vibrated. The sound vibrated a little bit. I even tried recording in Zoe's bedroom because I thought, well, maybe my office is too big because it's a huge space. So I went to Zoe's bedroom and I tried recording on her bed and I put a tray in front of her bed and the mic and I would lean over. I tried at her dresser and I sat in a chair and I had to like open my legs so I could get close to the microphone. I mean, it was, I tried a little bit of everything, the glamorous life, right? But I realized I still had that echo sound. And then I later found out thanks to YouTube University, that it was just a setting in GarageBand that was causing the echo all along. So now as I sit here in my office comfortably at a chair rolled under my desk, I can now record each and every podcast without that echoing sound. I get top quality sound for you all. But this was just months before I even breathed a word to my audience that I was even considering starting a podcast. I started asking questions also in my Facebook group about, you know, When you listen to podcasts, what are you listening to them? Tell me about the type of podcast you're listening to. I did start getting some interest about how they thought about podcasting in general, and that was really helpful on the front end. But for me, I wanted to see before announcing how high of a mountain is this going to be? Like, is this climb going to be like a stone mountain, which is very doable, or an Everest or something in between? So once the content hurdle and the equipment and the know-how and the technology hurdles had been crossed, which took me about four to five weeks because I was doing this while simultaneously still running two business businesses, one of which was kind of just getting off the ground. And I was about to rebrand under my name, moving from profitable joy to shantegrant.com. So it took a while for me to feel confident enough that I was going to be able to do this thing before I shared it with my audience and before I told them that, you know, something is coming and I started to tease what that was for a while before I even announced what it was. I think I teased it for a very long time, actually. But then I finally knew that I was to a place where I could set a date for our launch. And so I set the launch day for May 8th. And a few weeks before then, I recorded episode zero, which is the introduction episode of the podcast. And I let that out first, kind of do some teasers to my audience. And I've just come such a long way since those early episodes. And I imagine this time in 2019, Lord willing, when I look back, I'll be able to say the same thing about then and today. Like, wow, in 2018, now I look at where I am in 2019 and wow, look how much has changed. But For starters, around November, I think it was about November, maybe a little earlier, 2017, I realized that editing was a thorn in my side. I didn't like it, friends. I didn't like it because it took forever. And I sound like my daughter because she says everything takes forever. And I always tell her like, ugh. So I'm trying not to sound like a (laughs) four-year-old. It took a long time. For example, if I was to record a 60-minute podcast episode, it took me at least two and a half hours to edit that, right? Right. So (laughs) that was a long time for me. So I decided that I needed to outsource that function of the podcast, even though I knew that was going to be a big expense because I'm hosting this podcast, particularly right now where I'm not interested or seeking seeking, um, sponsorships at the moment. So this is just an expense, right? 
but the time saved from editing every episode was going to be worth every penny of hiring on a professional editing team. So I hired on an editing team at the recommendation of Amy Porterfield, another podcaster for whom I have so much respect. And I use her um, same podcast editing team. And that was a game changer. It freed up so much of my time. I was able to get more work done that would make me more money than it costs for me to actually pay the editing team. So getting that time back, time really is money, friends. And as for the future, I hope to one day hire a content manager to work with me on the podcast, on the back end with show notes, booking guests, and all the other many, 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 many details that it takes to execute a weekly podcast successfully. But as for today, The podcast and the content team is a strong and mighty team of one, and I outsource the editing. So I am loving it so much, (laughs) the outsourcing, because not only has it just saved me so much time, but really I would save some of those editings for the weekends just because I did not want to bring it into my week. So it has allowed me to um, free up a lot of weekend time also, and What I love most about podcasting, well, that's hard. I love so many different things, but I love that it has allowed me to enter the homes and hearts of so many amazing people, including you right there. Yes, you who's listening right now. So I'm really grateful for that about the podcast. I have received countless emails, DMs, messages about how a particular episode has touched you, changed you, giving you the answers that you need, taught you something that you didn't know or taught you something that you thought you knew has been more helpful. Even some of you have said that the content here that you get for free with the downloads has been more beneficial and um, helpful than content you've purchased. And to me, that is payment in kind, my friend. So thank you so much for those of you who do reach out. And to those of you who share the podcast with others and leave ratings and reviews, I'm so grateful to you because putting on a podcast really does take an immense amount of work and time and resources Yet for you, it is 100% free. You just get to show up and listen. And I do the same thing because I am a huge podcast listener. Yeah, I listen to podcasts a lot. Every single day, actually, at some point in the day, I am listening to a podcast. So taking your time to share the podcast, leave reviews, reach out to me, it really is truly appreciated. So with that, the why I started a podcast to share content and teach and encourage but in a way that excited me and felt more natural to me and was in a platform where it could be easily circulated and shared and reconsumed on the go. For me, it was like, ta-da! Like podcasting really checked all those boxes for me. All those boxes that I just mentioned, like, you know, doing something that excited me, getting the content out there in an easy format, you know, podcasting has allowed me to do that. So hosting this podcast has taught me so many business lessons, however, and you've probably heard them just from listening listening to me tell the story that I've been able to take those lessons with me to other aspects of my business, share them with my one-on-one clients, my mastermind students, and now I'm going to share 10 of those with you. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae, coming right in the middle of our conversation in this podcast episode, but it's with good news. I have a question for you. Have you ever found yourself at the end of the day or the week or the end of the month with little to no results to show for it, despite the fact that you were so quote unquote busy the entire time? 
Well, guess what, my friend? You're not alone. And most importantly, this does not have to be your story. I want to tell you and introduce you to my brand new training called Peace, Pace, Progress. It teaches you how to get work done that matters, how to go from big picture goals all the way down to the day-to-day activities, and how to get specific and leave the generic and general out of your plans, and so much more. Are you tired of filling notebooks with ideas that never happen? Well, let Peace Pace Progress help you sort through those ideas and teach you which ideas to prioritize and which to trash so that you can begin to see tangible, measurable results in your business. So my friend, what are you waiting for? It's time to put an end to no longer having a system that works. No more working on several things at once and not accomplishing anything that makes your business money. Don't go another day wasting your precious time. So today is the day for peace, pace, and progress in your business. Find out why Dion says, so I just finished Shantae's Peace Pace Progress course and it is everything. From the very beginning of the course, everything resonated. I was definitely team too much. I was grinding for hours on end and into the wee hours of the morning. And now after Peace Pace Progress, when I look back, very little of what I was doing really accomplished anything to move my business forward. Now I know exactly how to do that. Stephanie says, I finished Peace Pace Progress and loved it. I've always felt a lot of anxiety about feeling like I should be doing so much to get things accomplished, but it was hard to get that broken down into specific steps and timelines for some reason. But now, thanks to Peace Pace Progress, I've got my weekly and daily workflows filled out and I know exactly what I should be doing. So are you ready to get things done, make the most of your time, and get more done in less time? If so, head on over to peacepaceprogress.com to learn more, my friend. I'll see you there. So here is what I have learned from hosting a weekly podcast. Number one, do not let something new keep you from getting started and going for it. So don't let the idea of starting something new kind of prevent you. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this new thing. And then you just stay there and get stuck. Get started. Start going for it. For me, I said, here are the two things I need to know. Here's what I need to do. And I figured out one and I figured out two. I figured out the content and I figured out how to make it work. And then I kept progressing and kept moving. I didn't say, oh, I want to do a podcast. I'm going to think about that for the next six months, then come up with a plan about how I might execute it. Then think of a title, then think of, you know, I didn't do that. You know, if I had done that, we'd be on episode six instead of 46, right? So don't let this new idea that you're going to do in your business make you feel as though you have to sit in that forever before you just get started. Tell yourself, here's the one or two things I need to do before I go for it. Do those two things and go for it, right? Number two, which relates to number one, before you dive into something new, do your research. Look for the people who have already done it and learn from them and then make it your own. Right. So I said I went and I looked at John Lee Dumas' website. I looked at um, Pat Flynn's information. They both had a lot of information about starting podcasts. Some of their information was conflicting. So I had to figure out which one worked best for me. And then I, once I figured out like the technicalities and how to actually record and make sure it picked up my voice and make sure it sounded right and make sure that, you know, I could edit and how to put it together, how to bring in my intro and outro and fade in and fade out. Once I figured that out, the rest was me. The rest was saying, 
How do I put my voice, my finger into this world? I don't want my podcast to look like, sound like, feel like anybody else's because everybody else's podcast is already taken. It has to be mine. And so from that, what you do is you make it your own. You start with the foundations and the bones and the principles from those who walk before you, and then you figure out how you make it your own, right? Number three, before you dive in, count the cost. I took the time to ensure that I had the content to make sure I had the equipment, I knew how to use it, and I also understood the time investment I was making because like I said, initially I was recording them, editing them all on my own. Now, initially I actually did not do show notes. I had to later come back and rewrite show notes for about, what, 20 plus episodes to then catch up because for me, that was one of the things that I had to say, this can't make the priority list. So I'm going to give them this content and I won't have show notes for a while because ShantaeGrant.com was still in the making and prioritization. It's what I teach all the time. I was able to have a successful podcast without a website and show notes, any of those things that some people may say, you have to have all these things perfectly lined up before you can get started. Not so. There are certain things I did have to have set up, like making sure I had content making sure I knew how to deliver a podcast and that it was going to get sent out to iTunes and Google Play and all the different other places where you can listen to the podcast, tune in. Yeah, I had to do those things. But the show notes are like icing on the cake. And so I just had to have my cake at the moment and get the icing later. Now we have the icing, right? So that's just a lesson. Count the costs to make sure you know exactly what it's going to cost you to do. And, and I think when you hear that, you think money. No, your time and making sure you have the knowledge and the understanding before you get started. Number four is if you cannot show up consistently for your people, don't do it. Circle back when you can. Make room in your schedule for when you can make it and when you can make it a priority. But half-hearting it will not result in income or impact. You cannot put in half-hearted results and expect to get all the whole benefits, right? So that is number four. I had to say to myself, Shantae, if you're going to do this, you have to show up every Monday. Like you have to. (laughs) And early on, sometimes that was really hard. That meant, wow, editing this took longer than I thought and I'm up way late, but I have to get it out by Monday morning. So, you know, By any means necessary for me, I was going to get those podcast episodes out. Now I have a workflow and it's a lot better, but I knew I could not let a Monday come and there was no episode. And so if you can't be consistent, don't do it. Figure out how you can get into your schedule when you can be, and that's when you do it. Number five, don't be afraid to stop doing what isn't working and what you aren't enjoying, particularly if that is a major part of your business. Like blogging was gonna be my primary way of getting content out on my website, and I just couldn't do it. I didn't love it. And I wasn't afraid to stop. It was just trying to figure out what am I gonna do to replace it? That ended up being the next question. So don't be afraid to stop doing what isn't working for your business, particularly if that's a major thing in your business, right? Number six, you can do anything that's already been done and make it 100% yours on your term. You know, I could have chosen to do a weekly podcast, bi-weekly podcast, a daily podcast, could have talked about whatever topics I wanted. I wanted to discuss for me joy because it wasn't a pervasive message. Hustling was. 
I wanted to offer my voice and experience the space to show another way was possible to run a business. I didn't want to advocate being lazy, but I did want to advocate being healthy and harmonious, a way of living and growing a business that worked together and fit together. Because at the end of the day, the most important part is life, not business, right? But you can still have thriving both. I wanted to come from that perspective. And honestly, I was like, you know, I hope someone wants to hear this. (laughs) I knew that it was a needed message, but you know, I didn't have a huge audience. I still don't to this day have a huge audience. It's larger than when I started, but I knew there had to be other people out there like me. And I was right because of the people who are here now, because of people like you who are listening. But, you know, I didn't want to start the third, fourth, fifth, 100th girl bosses hustling every day, hashtag no sleep, no family time, work, 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 grind, 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 you'll sleep when you're dead podcast, right? That's been done. And that's, Great, because there's someone out there who wants that message and wants to feed off that. But that's not me, and that's not the people I wanted to surround myself with. So I just showed up for myself and said, you know, I knew other people would be attracted to that message because I think so many people, um, and I know because I've heard you all tell me this, it's just refreshing to have someone talk from a perspective of healthy, what can be done and live a healthy life have a healthy growing business, and you'll see much more success than you did when you forsook your health and your family and your friends and your sanity, your mental health, your physical health, your financial health. So you can do what's already been done, but you can make it 100% your own on your own terms. That is number six. Number seven, when you show up consistently, good things will happen. It just may take a while. I'll add that caveat, right? So many times this year, 2018, I have heard, it's like you came out of nowhere this year, Shantae. Your name's everywhere. I'm seeing your face and your name all over the place. That is not a coincidence. It's been showing up for my audience for free to you, right? Cost to me, but free to you every single Monday or every single time I show up on social media and your inbox, showing up consistently, being consistent pays off. It's been, you know, giving you content that in all honesty, I could charge for. It's for knowing that there is a bigger picture, which is going to be my next lesson, but don't underestimate showing up consistently. And I talk about this in episode one is one of the four business lessons and it's seeing that bigger picture and I'm jumping into number eight. So I'm not going to do that. But let me just say, when you show up consistently, good things will happen. It just may take a while. That is number seven. And I want you to take that one and put it in your pocket. The next time you want to rush things and the next time you've done something four times and you want to know why you're not a millionaire, right? Number eight, never forget the big picture. Think long-term. And I talk about this in episode one. I say that winning entrepreneurs think long-term and they aren't trying to make decisions based on what feels good, looks good today, but they think about where am I really trying to go? Because that's going to cause for some sacrifices on the front end, right? It's going to make some people think, what is she doing? That doesn't make sense. She could make so much more money if she did this, this, and this today. But they don't see your long-term. You do. And if you lose sight of it, that's when the problem happens. It doesn't matter if anyone else sees or buys into or cares about your long-term vision. You can't forget it. So you have to hold on to it. So lesson number eight is to never forget your big picture. 
I shared that, like I said, in episode one, and it still rings so true almost a year later. I've been asked a lot, why do you share so much of your content for free on the podcast? And I thought that was just the oddest question. I have a gift, I have knowledge, and I wanna share it here because I know that for some people, that's all they can afford right now. But they have the tools to take what I can give them here on the podcast and turn that into a profit. That makes us all the better. Seeing you win is like seeing me win, like seeing my best friend win, seeing my daughter win, right? Seeing my friend win. So when you're ready to go deeper and learn more and take that ground surface level and dig deeper, that's when you're going to come and invest in foundational teachings like Peace Pace Progress and see even deeper and more meaningful and more profitable and bigger results. So I am a believer that when you show up for your people and you give generously, that that work is never done in vain. That's the bigger picture. My bigger picture and long-term goal is bigger And this podcast has already been a great part in making so many things come to pass so much faster and sooner than I actually thought it would. So I planned, you know, this time last year to start this podcast or around this time last year to start this podcast. And I had a vision for certain things paying off two or three years down the line that I am reaping and walking into in 2018. And it is mind blowing right? But I, it's because I never forgot my big picture and I didn't sacrifice or not sacrifice. I didn't compromise the big picture for a today quick small win because the smaller win will always be so much less significant, so much smaller than that long-term win, right? Yes, I could do this and make a quick $10,000 today, but if I stay steady, I could make 200,000 tomorrow. So I'd rather keep on the long and the narrow. And my impact today could be 100 people, but if I keep going long-term, I could reach 100,000 people. So it may appear to small-minded people that you're doing it all wrong, but it's not their opinion that will get you to those long-term goals of yours. So lesson number eight is to never forget the big picture, and to always think long-term. Number nine is learning something new is good for the heart and for the mind. So much of the technical side of the podcast was so new to me and just trying to figure out how I was gonna make this work. How how was I gonna talk? What was I gonna get on here? And did I have to have an intro? And I didn't know how any of that was gonna feel or become. And it really is, I sit here and I talk as though I'm sitting in a room and I'm teaching people who are sitting. I'm talking to the boxes in the corner, the packing boxes for Because of Zoe. I'm talking as though I'm just talking to friends sitting here, right? But all of that was so new for me. It was a lot of trial and error. And as frustrating as it was early on when I just, everything technically seemed to go wrong, it has made being on this side all the more joyful and appreciate it. So learning something new really is good for the heart and for the mind. And last but not least, and I could list another 10 so easily, but I'm gonna stop at 10. Lesson number 10 is that outsourcing not only allows you to grow your business, it allows someone else to use their talents and it also gives you something invaluable and that is your time. So making the decision to invest in a podcast editor was such a great and important decision. Yes, it was a new cost and another cost, an additional cost, but that new cost afforded me more time to devote to family, weekends, friends, new projects, and it allowed me to say yes to so many new things. So don't look at outsourcing as giving up, but as gaining and giving 
to someone else because the person you outsource to has a talent and wants to use it just like you want to use yours. So friends, those are my 10 lessons that podcasting has taught me over the last almost year as I've prepared and launched this podcast. I went in with no expectations. I didn't have a goal number to hit. You know, I didn't say I want X number of downloads by Y date. I came in wanting to make sure that I had something meaningful to say and that I showed up consistently. The numerical goals may come and maybe they won't. But remember, you don't need lofty goals when you're getting started. Like I said, I didn't start a podcast to quote unquote make money. If that happens to be a byproduct of it in the long term, I welcome that. But it's opened doors for me and guiding me into rooms and places and conversations and seats at tables that I know blogging would not have done for me. It doesn't mean that that would ring true for you, but the whole goal of this is to encourage you to find out what works for you. This whole thing started by me figuring out what wasn't a good fit for me. You know, this is what worked for me and what resonated best for me, which is another lesson. We'll just call this one a bonus. Um, Do what resonates and works for you and your people will be attracted to you. Stop trying to do what it seems like everyone else is doing and hoping people who want to work with you will be attracted to you. Do you because everyone else is already taken, right? And with that, I'm going to stop because I probably could come up with another 10 more lessons I've learned from taking this step of faith to start something new. But thank you for being one of the people who show up to listen to what I have to say each and every week. And if this happens to be your first time catching an episode, welcome. Please take some time to listen to episodes zero and one. They're an introduction of who I am. And episode one remains to be one of my most popular and most downloaded episodes. And you can catch every single episode. You can find every episode there's ever been at shantegrant.com forward slash podcast. Or you can go to Instagram at Business Life Enjoy and they're all listed there as well. Until next week, my friends, thank you so much for listening. And please remember to connect with me over on Instagram at Shante Grant, S-H-U-N-T-A-G-R-A-N-T, and tag me so that I can see when you're listening and what you're up to while you're listening each week. And if you're really, really enjoying spending some time with me, I have a Facebook community that is 100% free, and you can connect with me and ask questions by joining us over at ShanteGrant.com forward slash community. Are you ready to build your e-commerce website with confidence? Allow me to introduce you to Sell on Shopify, my training that will teach you how to build a website on Shopify in as little as one to two days. Listen, your website is the employee that never takes a day off. Your online store works for you 24-7 as a representation of your business and your brand. So why not build a website that gives you options and opportunity? Sell on Shopify will teach you how to confidently build your Shopify website. With a detailed walk through the back end of Shopify and a step-by-step guide on how to build your website without ever using code, this training will help you finally get moving in the direction you've been trying for so long. And you can get started today. 
You don't have to go another day trying to create your own space on the World Wide Web. I've taken the guesswork out of setting up your own Shopify site. Sell on Shopify will teach you how to create the essentials. I'll walk you through how to choose and set up your website theme, create your homepage, products page, blog page, contact page, and any additional pages you may want. I also show you how to create invoices for your customers right within Shopify. Learn logistics, how to make your site easy to navigate, how to utilize Shopify reports, how to confidently create your website, my shortcuts, tips and tricks, and so much more. Did I mention the bonuses? Yep, I'm including a free downloadable worksheet with tips to help you transition from Etsy to Shopify, a tutorial walking you through how to set up your Facebook pixels, which is a must, and I'm giving you my go-to resources, all for free, along with sale on Shopify. So are you ready to get started? You know it's time to build a website for your brand, a website that gives you the opportunity to grow your business, have creative control over the look of your website, and allows you to sell more without loads of fees. Why sit around trying to figure it out on your own when I can help you to push past roadblocks so that you can get your products into the hands of your customers? Start your Shopify site right now with Sell on Shopify. You can get started today by going to sellonshopify.com and find out why Jacqueline said Sell on Shopify made her feel like Wonder Woman. Jacqueline says, the only words besides thank you, well done, exactly what I needed is why didn't I ask for this six months ago? This course was easy to follow, easy to follow, so easy to follow. And did I mention it was easy to follow? It's the total boost in confidence that I needed. I actually understood and accomplished a task. I created my Shopify website. Thank you, Shantae, for sale on Shopify. Now, my friend, it's your turn. Are you ready to build a Shopify site that keeps your customers coming back for more? Remember, your website is the employee that never takes a day off. Get started on your Shopify website by going to sellonshopify.com. I'll see you on the inside. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are doing, that the sound of my voice finds you in the midst of pursuing something that has sincere meaning to you. You can find a brand new episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast waiting just for you each and every Monday morning at shantegrant.com forward slash podcast. And remember, the very best way to say thank you for the podcast is by sharing the content with a friend. Until next time, my friend, may your business and your life be filled with joy. Bye for now. Bye.